It's that time again, episode five, Leaders Need Friends. This is John back with Jake and Jordan. Say what's up, friends. Hey, guys. Look, this creative outlet and the opportunity to drop some knowledge and nuggets has been one of my favorite creative outlets that we have uh, stumbled upon. Yeah, it's super It's pretty fun. awesome. Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah. Did it's you some, know you needed this, Jake? It's something that I really, I didn't. I didn't know that I needed this, but I'm having so much fun now that we're here. Jake's having fun, and the world is getting to hear the awesomeness that is Jordan Stanley. All the funny stories. Here I am. You're more than a funny story. <laughs> more than a funny story, but I have lots of You're fun. an incredible human being. Leaders need friends because don't forget, friendship is a lost art and leadership is in you. That's right. Who is you? Is you. <laughs> that was good. Translation, anyone. That was real good. Let's dive in. Let's get this thing popping. I like our intro music. It just like Me plays too. us in, gets us ready. Such a vibe. It's a Very vibey. Thing. Speaking of vibe, Post Malone's Austin album? Bro. Vibe. So good. I feel like we should curate a vibe list mm. and then share it. A potty list? Share it with our potties. Ain't no party like a potty party. Oh, my God. And here I am thinking, no one's going to catch on to that. And I've seen like four comments that are like, happy to be a potty. <laughs> What's so like, funny is when you say that, I'm constantly thinking of different t-shirt ideas. I'm, look, <laughs> it's going to happen. Guys. Merch is happening it's soon gonna happen. for LNF. Speaking of merch, fun fact. Some things people may not be aware of. What's that? So we're on this adventure together. Leaders need friends. Yeah. We also have another adventure. That is yet to be revealed. Which one? In the fashion industry. Oh, Ooh. yeah. We own a domain. Yep. We working on some street heat, as the children <laughs> like to say. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. That's a lot of horns. <laughs> That's just a little tease. <laughs> I we'll we'll leave it there. quota for the episode. Yeah, it's fine. Got it so, out early. Let's jump into content. Yeah. So here's what I want to talk about today. With the concept of leadership... And friendship always at the forefront of these episodes. Yeah. I think a great leader and a great friend knows how to celebrate. Yes. Yeah. So hence the title, Don't Miss the Celebration. That's what I want to dig into. Let's Let's talk about it. Yeah. You guys excited about that? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Because I think celebration and fun are two absolute necessities in the culture and climate of a healthy organization that get overlooked the most. Yes. Absolutely. Because joy and fun mean a whole lot. They do. That's culture. If you can't have fun with your friends, Mm -hmm. who are you having fun with? And if you're a leader that doesn't develop a culture of fun, man, people just going to get bored. Yeah, really bored. Yeah. So that's what I want to jump into, celebrations. And let's use this backdrop of our faith and a story we find in scripture mm-hmm. to give us a parameter, if you will, a framework. Y'all, my throat feels so good. I had this little weird cough. <laughs> I feel like it's confessions of podcasters. This is our second attempt at episode five. Yeah. Yeah. The first time was fun. It, it was, was great. It was it was really good. Until what is it? Is it percussus? Was the Whatever <laughs> happened, you just started hacking. What's the cough? <laughs> Something. I got glaucoma. Oh, wait. No, no that's, that's, that's your eyes. eyes. Oh, anyways. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, my throat feels uh, throaty. 
Okay. So I'm good. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> you have some spray. You got yes. some coat. Exactly. Some some throat coat. Yeah, and I just think that, you know, Jordan coming off of a sickness. I don't know if my oh body's my trying gosh. to fight it off. <laughs> <laughs> he gave us the sickness and now I'm worried there's something else that's so about to happen. We're good. We actually <laughs> she's got a little PTSD. We have a guest <laughs> we have a guest in studio. Yes. Uh, and by oh, studio I mean you. my office, but it's still the studio. Well, yeah. But we have uh the one and only Winifred. <laughs> She's sitting right on the ground on your cow rug. She likes the cow rug. She you does. guys listen closely, you may hear her. Jingle. Just a little jingle. Mm-hmm. Mr. Bojangles. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Okay, let's jump into <laughs> celebration. But yeah, for real, I do think that one of the greatest qualities you can um, add or make sure that you highlight in friendship and leadership is a culture of fun. Yeah. Enjoyment and celebration. Yes. So yeah. don't miss the celebration. There is a story in scripture. It's a parable. Uh, Jesus's preferred method of teaching was a parable. And for those maybe not familiar with parables, um, they are stories with significant meaning that can connect normalcy of everyday life to the supremacy of Christ and give us a glimpse of what it means to live a life surrendered to Jesus. Yeah. And it also tells the eternal value of kingdom perspective and salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in this story... Jesus talks about, um, this is commonly referred to as the uh, parable of the prodigal, is the prodigal son. Um, I yeah. like the lost son better, mm. um, and I could go into details as to why. Tell us why. Um, because the word prodigal is an interesting word that um, I think we, we use it, and, and it doesn't mean um, what I think people think it means. Do you remember that movie, Princess Bride? <laughs> you keep Bride? saying that word. <laughs> yeah. Inconceivable. <laughs> There's an episode of The Office where Michael Scott is trying to say prodigal son when Jim comes <laughs> yeah. back to work. And he's like, the prodigal, oh, the prod- the prodigal oh, son has come back. My son has returned. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, people do not understand what that so word anyways, means. So, anyways, prodigal, um, I think a lot of times when we're like, bring the prodigals home, Lord, it's like, you know, the, the wayward son, the lost son. But the word prodigal, it's the only time in scripture it's used is in this parable. Yeah. The word literally means... Um, extravagantly wasteful, mm. which is crazy because the dynamics of that story actually show you extravagant waste. It's a dichotomy. Like there's, right. there's no sense to that word. How can you be paradox? Like wasteful. Yeah. Extravagantly wasteful. Like it's, it's, it's yeah. Paradox in scripture, but really uh, we could get into the weeds of, of all the prodigals in the story. Yeah. But the highlight is the lost son. Yeah. Right. So for those not familiar with scripture, let's do a, a JDD version. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a J Stanley. Actually, a J Stanley version would be both of you. It would be. It it's would. your initials. A it little would. JSV. Go. So um, if you're KJV only 1611, you will not like this rendition. <laughs> Probably not. But, but it's if okay. you taught kids crossing for years, this is exactly how we would tell it. Right. Ye, ye thou sist. So anyway, <laughs> there was a father who had two sons. The right. younger son wanted his inheritance early. Mm-hmm. And so he asked for it. He was like the spoiled little rich kid. Mm-hmm. Yo, pops, give me what's mine. What's interesting about requesting an inheritance is you receive an inheritance when the father passes away. Mm. So essentially, this is a younger son telling his dad that, like, like, I can't say that, hey, dad, I wish you were dead. But essentially, it's, dad, you're dead to me. Yeah. Wow, I never knew that. Yeah. That's pretty deep. Yeah, Super it is. heavy. So he gets his inheritance. Dad gives it to him. And uh, scripture tells us that he goes off into a far away land and squanders everything. 
just living reckless, as some translations say. What do you think that dude did? I think he threw party after I mean, party after party. Yeah. He was buying everybody's shoes and doing all the things. He yeah. was renting G-Wagons. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He went to all the buffets G-wagon. in Las Vegas <laughs> that I've seen on TikTok. He was just going everything. crazy. He was doing it all. Yeah. He had the Prada. He had the Gucci, whatever. So he wastes everything he has, and he finds himself broke. Here's yeah. what's interesting is if people will be with you in the party but not stay for your pain, they may not be your people. They may just be your problem. Come on, somebody. I mean, that's true. Ooh. Yeah. That's true. So yeah. anyways, he finds himself broke lost with nothing having to work for money here's a kid who had it handed to him now he's got to work for it Mm. and so he takes uh, a position uh just cleaning out the pig pens yeah working in a pigsty which is crazy because this is the story of a young jewish boy right who working with pork working with swine would have been like the most degrading position he could find himself in and so it's in that position. He's hungry. He actually is so hungry that he he looks at the food. It's appealing to his eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen what pigs eat. Nah. Yeah, it's everything. Mm. Nah. Just, There's some Criminal Minds episodes about that. Yeah, it's that <laughs> yeah. little red string that you had to pull out of Winterford. No! You know, that's the kind of stuff they yeah. eat. And so, gosh. Oh, gosh. So it was there that it says in Scripture, he came to his senses. Yeah. What I love about a broken person coming to his senses is he did it in a place of reference with no one telling him he was living wrong. Right. Right. It was in a place of him feeling the weight of his broken decision Mm -hmm. and having a reference point of a dad who loves him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so he comes to his senses. He comes up with the story. He runs back home. On the way home, he sees his dad, right? The dad sees him, runs to him, embraces him. And he tells his hired his hired staff, you know, go kill the fattened calf. Yeah. Like, let's have a barbecue. Let's put some right. clothes back on my son. Let's put the ring back on him. Let's put some shoes on him. Because he wanted his son to dress as a son. Yeah. And he throws the party. But here's where the spin kind of happens for me. Is there's a party, there's a celebration. On the outside of a party, mm-hmm. you have an older brother who hears the celebration going on. Yeah. So he asks some of the hired staff, yo, what's going on? Yeah. And the staff says, yo, brother is home. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he said it that way. I don't, I have, <laughs> Who knows? I have no idea why I'm talking this way. Sounds good. Keep I like it going. So he's like, your brother came home, your dad's throwing a party, everybody's there. The whole block showed out. We just up here. <laughs> yeah, it's a party. The son who was once thought is dead is now alive. He's here. He's celebrating. And you know what the older brother did? Uh, he felt some kind of way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> and so... He's like frustrated. He finds his dad. His dad's like, yeah. hey man, what's up? What's the matter? You good? Mm-hmm. Which really tells you that the dad knew both of his sons very well. Right. Yeah, that's true. And the older brother just kind of throws a fit. And he's like, man, I never went anywhere. I've never left. Yeah. Where's my party? Where's my fattened calf? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even cook me the goat. Mm. And he finds himself frustrated and he, he he actually not only finds himself frustrated, but in his frustration, he points out everything his younger brother did wrong. Yep. Yeah. It gets real descriptive real quick. Yeah. Why are you throwing a party for him? Last I heard, he has spent all that money on prostitutes. <laughs> he, told, he, told, he, told <laughs> he told everything. He told everything. And he also said, that son of yours. Yeah. Mm. So he disowned his own brother. He didn't even say, my brother. Mm-hmm whole nother like that's a whole nother message yeah and the dad's like like kind of heartbroken and he's like man why are you not celebrating my son your brother yeah who we thought was once dead is alive he's come back home 
it's worth a celebration. Yeah. And so in this, really where I want to kind of dive into like qualities of, of not missing celebration, mm-hmm. um, man, the older brother missed out. Yes. Yeah. And it wasn't because he wasn't invited or thought of. Right. It was because he took a posture of, I'm going to stay on the outside of the party in my own frustration. And so where I want to dig in is maybe the question, man, like what causes us to miss out on mm. the celebration? Yeah. And, mm. and, and I'll throw this out there, and I, I think we could really dig into it. Yeah. Um, but one of the biggest things that will cause us to miss a celebration is one single word, comparison. Yes. Yeah. Comparison. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely robs us of celebration. Yeah. Yeah. And you find that immediately when the father goes and says, hey, man, what's going on? And he's like, these are all the things that he did. These are all the things that I did instead of joining in the celebration. And so comparison, something that I Mm. have dealt with with comparison and something that I feel like the Lord revealed to me is that comparison compromises your assignment. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Golly. So instead of focusing on the thing that you were literally designed and created to do, you start looking at someone else's work. Yeah. Or what their behavior is. And you start to view everything that you do through that lens. And missing someone else in the moment. Yeah. And it completely destroys any ounce of joy or freedom or any um like pride that you have in your own yeah uh, not pride in a in a negative sense but confidence in your abilities yeah. because you've now put this imaginary standard yeah that no one put on you yeah you chose to say hey they're doing it better than i am yeah and you miss out on it and you miss out no no jordan you got some thoughts surrounding missing out on celebration because of comparison Oh, yes. Celebrating is a huge part of my life. Like, I wish sometimes, I know we own our own company and I love it so much, but I'm like, I need a business that's literally just called Celebrate Always. And because we celebrate everything. And it's how I fight comparison in my personal life. Um, When I've had times in my professional life when I was leading teams, um, celebrating is just a big part of what we do. And, And it's just so important. I'm, I think we've celebrated, like Winnie is going to have a one year birthday party and it's going to be crazy. <laughs> or like crazy. last night we found out that there was someone in one of our groups that wasn't happy. She's like, yeah, we don't really celebrate birthdays. And I'm like, oh, we're celebrating. Like, and I even have like a little, uh, like a, what is it called? Like a, not a 31 bag, but it's something like that. Basically I can call it a satchel. Your of, Ikea bag? Of party stuff though. Yeah. I have streamers. Yeah. I have plates. I have balloons. Like ready I always, I'm ready to go Supplies. to celebrate everything. And so it's such a big part of who we are when I felt myself getting to the point where uh, the first time you actually told that story from the brother's viewpoint I was like man thinking about what it would have been like to be the older brother I he could hear the celebration yeah when he was back doing whatever he was doing while it was happening and even if he had known what was going on he was just back there living in bitterness and I do not ever want to be someone who is just sitting back and bitter and not celebrating people because it's so holy yeah. to celebrate yeah. people. And and one thing too with that is when you're celebrating people, you can show them so much like 
love so yeah. much love and it's yeah. just important and that that yeah. goes into being a leader too because you're Absolutely. a leader yeah. someone on your team goes on to do something better than what you're doing or goes yeah. on to something else you can ruin an entire person's time with you by making yeah. the end a bad thing and not celebrating people yeah. Yeah. for doing stuff further than what you could do and i think one of your one of your big qualities joe is yeah. you know how to celebrate people i love it you'll mm-hmm. find you'll find a reason to celebrate and so with that like just on a, on a leadership nugget don't don't overcomplicate celebration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there are like celebrate always. I love that you said that. That's a shirt. That's a tattoo. That's got to be something. Yes. <laughs> but with the concept of celebrating always, there are defined measurable wins or points of celebration in any organization. Yeah. In any moment of any day, like you find that celebration. Yeah. And when you celebrate someone well, you're putting such a deep value mm-hmm. on who they are. And so be intentional with your celebration. Yes, yeah. intentional. And if you don't see them, you're underestimating the small things. Yeah. Because for a person, Good. and John, you know this, with struggling with depression, for a person who deals with depression or anxiety yeah. or anything, sometimes getting up and brushing your teeth and putting on clean clothes is something that deserves to be celebrated. Yeah. It's not all That's a so birthday good. or something big that they did yeah. to yeah. achieve to make something great happened. Sometimes it's just getting up and doing those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And for those that maybe didn't know, there was like, obviously like I've, I've had a, a pretty public struggle and yeah. open struggle yeah. with depression. And then in 2019, going into 2020, being diagnosed, you know, um, with depression and kind of walking through that. I think there's just something about finding like win the day with something small. Yes. Like even on a health journey, like I'm a, I'm on a, on a health journey, man. Yeah. I've been on this journey. I've been off this journey. I've been on it. I've been off it. I've been on it. And so like this time around, it's a mentality change. It's like something mm-hmm. in my brain. I have a, a great friend, Joel Capra. Um, shout out to Joel. Fit shout culture. Out to Joel. I love him. Um, and so Such just a solid dude. Just helping reframe my thoughts around what healthy is. Right. And finding points of celebration, like celebrate the fact that you walked in the gym today. Yes. Celebrate the fact that like you moved today. Celebrate the fact that you made your bed today. If you made your bed today, there's so many just little things that, that like are worth celebrating and don't miss the moment don't miss because it. of your own thing. A lot of times, I would almost say all of the time, when you celebrate someone or something else, even if you're not in your greatest season, at least for the moment of the celebration, you forget about your own issues. Yeah. There have been times where I've celebrated people either achieving something that I had really wanted for myself or something that I thought was going to come through for me where I celebrated with them and it broke something off of me. Telling you, it broke. Yes. That's key. That right there. Because I mentioned, you know, my deal with comparison and it wasn't until I noticed and paid attention to the way that that Joe celebrated things, I realized that celebration is comparison's yeah. kryptonite. That's so good. Celebrating other people. It absolutely kills comparison. Will destroy any sense of bitterness, like you said. I like how you just took kryptonite and used it in such a great way. We've been watching Smallville, finally, 12 years later. <laughs> Kryptonite's been on our brains. It's like my friend Thomas Brown, who oh. decided to watch The Bro. Sixth Sense 25 years later. Got mad at me like I ruined the ending. Spoiler alert. There's an expiration date on spoilers. There is. Yeah. It was too far. Thomas Brown, if you listen to this, that expiration date is way before 20 years. Also, congratulations on having your baby today, which is going to happen. That is awesome. We will tell your son what happens in that movie as soon as he's able to listen to us. Yes. As soon as he can. <laughs> so anyways, like that's such a great point. 
of celebration killing comparison. Yes. We celebrate other people who do what we do within our business. It's very important. There's a lot of people yeah. who do photography. There's a lot of people who do it's different creative things. Yeah. You celebrate other pastors who do Absolutely. what you do. And what yeah. you said, Joe, um, like it broke something off in you. It, oh, yeah. It, it breaks comparison off of it you. Did. When you're able to celebrate someone else achieving what you're going after, yeah, man, there is no greater way to see someone before yourself, like greater than yourself, if yeah. you will. It puts you it, it puts you in a place of humility mm-hmm. and serving something bigger than yourself. Yeah. And so celebration is absolutely a necessity. Yeah. In the organizational uh, health of of the cultural health of any organization Mm -hmm. definitely got to be on that. And here's the truth about celebration too. And I think this is kind of a cool, like a cool uh, transition into kind of staying and don't miss the celebration. Right. But even kind of looking at some other things. So uh, leader, here's the truth about it. Just because you celebrate, it doesn't mean that there's not another season for correction. Oh yeah. So don't allow correction to happen in the wrong season. Right. That's good. So Mm -hmm. if you correct where you should be celebrating, Mm. And you celebrate where you should be correcting. Oh my goodness. You are missing the parameters that God has set in place. Yeah. That's when it's really important to know your people. Absolutely. And so like the brother, you know, the older brother, there would be a time for the proper conversation with his younger brother yeah. to bring some kind of correction. Oh yeah. Correction in the wrong season from the wrong source at the wrong time leads to destruction, not building anything up. Yeah. That's so good. And if you want to build equity to correct somebody, celebrate them first. Yeah. Ooh, that Goodness. should be that that right there should just be a principle. Yeah. In general. That was good. Yeah. Before you correct anything, celebrate. Yeah. Find a point of celebration. And really, if you wanted to look into like like taking a scriptural point of reference for that, Jesus connected before he corrected anybody. Hmm. There was a connection yeah. point. John, John, whoa, whoa, what do you mean? absolute connection. Yeah. There's not one instance with a person that I couldn't show you the connection Jesus made Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. before the Samaritan woman at the well received any ounce of correction. There was a connection. Yeah. What did he celebrate? He celebrated the fact that if she were to ask for a drink of water, Mm -hmm. that he would have given her water that she would have never gone thirsty from. Yeah. He gave her that point of reference. He connects with people. Yeah. So connect before you correct or celebrate before you correct. That's why people on social media sound like hot idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Because <laughs> you're trying to correct with someone you have no connection to. Yeah. It's true. And the truth is, the try. The, can I soapbox for a second? Go ahead, please. The thing you're trying to correct that you haven't connected to, you'll never have the opportunity to speak into someone's life. Mm. But if you can make the connection point. Yeah. And it doesn't, don't, don't overcomplicate connection. Mm-mm. For real, you can get like, like there's an art of connection. Find a point of connection within humanity. Yeah. And by the way, humanity doesn't connect in the perfection of Christ. We connect in the brokenness of what we've, what we've experienced. Right. And like the culminating point of that is the perfection of who Jesus is in spite of my brokenness. Yeah. That's how we connect. Yeah. And so you can find that anywhere. You, you from Virginia? I'm from Virginia. You like Auburn? I like Auburn. Boom. Connection made. So the the deeper the connection, the more opportunity for correction. I would also say the more celebration, the more equity you've stored up to bring correction in that relational sense. Yeah, definitely. So before you correct, celebrate. We had a moment yeah. the other night where we saw some people out, and we just got to spend a little time with them, and it was very fun. And when Jake and I got in the car, I said, 
How many people have missed out on relationship with these people because all they wanted to do was correct before they celebrated with them? Yeah. And I was I burdened. That. I mean, I wanted to, I was, yeah. I was teary eyed because I was like, we could have, there are people who have missed them yeah. and yeah. we're not going to miss them. Mm. Oh my mm. gosh, it was powerful. Yeah. Mm. Because you, that's the way you guys lead too, though. John I mean, and Randy have always my, done that. Like, like it's in our heart. It's, it in, is. it's in, it's in our DNA. It's in my faith and relationship with Jesus is that, if correction is rooted in truth, then the connections in grace. Mm. Mm. That's good. And that grace good. always comes before truth. Yeah. And I believe it's on, on purpose in scripture. Mm-hmm. I mean, like there is so much to be said about that, even so much so that I feel like we could even cut another episode oh, if yeah. needed. But if we wanted to give you two things, leader and friend, if you're trying to be a better friend, if you're trying to be a better leader, Celebrate before you connect, but before you correct. Yeah. And don't miss out on it because of comparison. Yeah. Like be present in someone's moment. Cause if you celebrate their highlight when you're in a low light, yeah. All of a sudden you bring it a little closer together. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're able to just be like, man, life is so much bigger than my last point of failure. Mm. Yeah. And it'll deepen friendships, man. Yes. And so like, how do you do that in a growing organization? Or I got so many things I have to try to remember. You you, you put work into it. Yeah. You don't just sit and, and, and hope that it, it figures itself out. You, you you put some work into it. And you put celebrators around you. People, the That's people good. I surround myself with aren't naturally people who say, okay, when do we have birthdays? When we got this, like that kind of stuff. But they yeah. have surrounded themselves. I'm not talking specifically in this circle, but surrounded themselves. I'm the celebrator out of my friend group. Now, mm-hmm. does it mean that they don't want to celebrate? No, but it means that that's not their natural tendency. I was that person yeah. when I had my that's old good. job at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I was the celebrator. We that, were celebrating everything. But it was the strength of the leader that I had to put me around and say, hey, so that's not my first thought, but I need you here to do this. And yeah. that's what I did. And that's the beauty of 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 community, communal yes. living. Yeah is that you don't have to be the biggest celebrator in the group, but you better right. have one on board. Yes. Find one. And so I, I think that's the dynamics that, that are brought in. And, and you're right, the cultural value, Joe, that you bring to any team, we'll to see. any organization, to any room, to any yeah. friendship. And the cool thing is, is that part of what you bring to the team, man, that that's going to be caught by someone else. Right. Yes, hopefully. Yeah. That's the goal. So it absolutely is how we invest in each other and we all grow together. Yes. It's like, man, she celebrates so well. If I could just do a piece of that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm looking for small things to be better with my son with, with my wife with. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, man, this has been incredible. Yes. I feel like I want to go get a birthday cake or something. I feel like <laughs> I feel like we need to celebrate the fact that we've done five episodes. Yeah. I feel like celebration should be I think I'm all the time. Overwet. Uh, my quota on the air horns. It's a celebration no, today. I like You're celebration. welcome to do it. You can do it. Celebration. Greatest point of celebration, I feel like, is getting some new shoes for Jake. But would okay. Be, be no. Okay. Maybe some lunch. <laughs> lunch and then some J's. We love you guys. Thank you, Potty Nation. We celebrate you. We do. Thank you guys for listening, for real. Yeah. Like that, the, the feedback and the responses that we've gotten um, are just so encouraging. Yeah. And lets us know that this is a space that uh, that we get to so occupy good. and share with you guys. And we're honored to do that. And we celebrate you. Later.